Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back. And joining us now is Dr. Heather Gessling. And uh, she's got several things to talk to us about. Uh, she was uh, one of the doctors kicked out. She's now working on um, something that I think we'll all find uh, to be useful. Uh, we need to have good healthcare professionals, people who understand what's going on, people who will uh, practice medicine based on principle, not on compliance with um, the orders that are being taken. But I also want to talk to her about uh, what is happening with RSV, because that really is in the limelight. And so uh, joining us now is Dr. Heather Gessling. Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Gessler. Gessling. Hi, thanks for having me, David. Glad to be on. Well, thank you. Let, let's start first with your story. Tell us what happened to you during uh, the pandemic and uh, the price that you had to pay for all this stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, my life drastically changed um, over the last few years. I was just a um, hardworking family medicine doctor seeing 30, 40 patients a day, trying to do my part. And um, I started waking up to how much corruption there was in our governmental agencies and pharmaceutical companies. Um, whenever I saw that the media was attacking hydroxychloroquine. Mm -hmm. And whenever I learned that there were um, drastic um, differences in morbidity and mortality in certain um, patient populations, those that were more likely to have nutrient deficiencies, it really woke my eyes up to, woke my um, mind up to what was happening with regard to the media and the government trying to suppress all that information. I've and seen so, that happen over and over again. You know, you got doctors and other professionals who are saying, all right, yeah, we got, they're telling us it's a serious thing. Let's take it seriously. Uh, you know, and, and then when somebody comes up or questions something or they have something else and say, Hey, this works for me, let's try this. And you think it'd be all hands on deck. You think they'd be yes. uh, open up to any kind of thing that might help. And yeah, let's certainly exactly. let's try it. And instead it's like, shut up. And now it's yes. like, what's going on? I mean, that doesn't sound like medicine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, really the, um, the information about HCQ could have stopped the pandemic in mm -hmm. March, April, May. Um, of 2020, but it was vilified and um, basically demonized as some sort of toxic, dangerous, dangerous drug that was going to kill you. Um, so, but basically, that told me all I needed to know, like what we were up against with the pandemic. I realized it was all a, a, a planned game, mm -hmm. um, and that the government doesn't. I mean, I never really trusted the government, but I realized for sure that they don't have our best interest at heart at that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I was onto it from the very beginning because I'd been covering their planned games. You know, as uh, you go back all the way to 2001 and Dark Winter, I knew they'd been rehearsing this and that it was they were running right down the script that they'd done every year in their practice germ games for 20 years. And so it's like, oh, I've seen this before. <laughs> These people have been yeah, rehearsing exactly. this. I, just, I was just um, watching part two of, you know, the, the real Anthony Fauci mm -hmm. documentary this morning and they talk about that Dark Winter and it really just, 
they were so bold in telling us what they were going to do, right? They yes. just they didn't even hardly hide it. Yes, that's right. Yeah, RFK Jr. has done a great job uh, in showing the germ game stuff. It's chapter 12 of his book, and, and I played a clip uh, from – uh, the uh, documentary where he talks about Dark Winter, but that's when it started, you know, and they did it on an annual basis. And he talks about all the connections with the intelligence people, and especially with Fauci involved in all that. So some of us who were reporting on, you know, what was happening on that side of it, on the political side of it, were the first ones to see it because we've been talking about it for years. And, and it's, yeah. this, we now know this is all political. And so the people who are on the mm -hmm. political side were the ones who were able to see it the first. But um, so then what happened to you as, as you started to wake up? What happened in, in the practice? How did that change uh, your life? Well, I mean, number one, my patients did really well and I treated them and I didn't have any deaths for the first um, almost year and a half of the pandemic. And um, when Delta hit, things changed and um, it was a more severe form of the illness. And so um, were, I did were, let, me, let me ask you, were you able to get your patients uh, HCQ and zinc and things like that? Or ivermectin? Oh yeah, HCQ, ivermectin. Mm -hmm. um, and I had protocols for nutraceuticals, vitamins. Mm -hmm. um, I handed that out to every single patient. Here's what you need to start taking. We need to check your vitamin D level. You need to be and as soon as you get sick, you have to let me know immediately so that we can get you started on early treatment. And my patients complied and they were happy to be able to have, you know, be armed with that. Mm -hmm. and, and then what changed? Was it hospital? Were you connected yeah, with a so, hospital? So I realized um, April, May of 2021, oh my gosh, I haven't had anybody die. And I was just so working so hard. I had several <laughs> ancillary providers, nurse practitioners, PA, and we were just working so hard to take care of our patients. We didn't realize how good of a job we had been doing. And I realized that. And I talked to my hospital CEO and whenever he, the way he looked at me and the way he sort of responded when I said, we really hadn't had any hospitalizations and we hadn't had anybody die, instead of like immense congratulations <laughs> and wow, that's incredible. He's like, oh, oh. like, <laughs> like I, I think he was almost disappointed. Yeah. Um, and, and then so, you know, things I, I recognized that I was becoming an outsider. Mm -hmm. I recognized that I was no longer um, treated with the same respect. Um, at the end of July, beginning of August, I got called by that um, same administrator and told that he was asking me to step down as chief of staff because of my posted concerns um, and truth telling mm -hmm. about the vaccine. And I was appalled that me, the MD, the chief of staff, was being told by a non-medical person, an administrator, that, you know, he doesn't really like my views. Yeah. Um, and he needs me to step down. Um, and then later on that month, um, there was policy that came down that if we weren't vaccinated or submit to weekly testing, that we would be terminated. <laughs> I, I declined that. I mean, I'd had COVID and they wouldn't take my antibody test. Um, so I said, you know, no, thanks. I'll, I'll move on. And so I started a direct primary care. So they wouldn't take your antibody test, <laughs> and, and, which is, you know, now this is their only definition of the vaccine. Always in the past, they would say, well, the purpose of a vaccine is to keep you from getting X, whatever it is that you're vaccinated for. Right. But now they right. redefined vaccine as the presence of antibodies. So, but they refuse your antibody test. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it was definitely cooked books. And, and, and that really is, you know, you're talking about the fact that you, an MD, is being uh, lectured to by somebody who doesn't, you know, somebody who is a, an accountant or a business person. But that really is what this is all really about. I remember when I saw the thing that was amazing to me, and I've been talking about it ever since, was August of 2020, and I saw the American Hospital Association complaining about the fact that um, CMS, Medicare and Medicaid, was not uh, was getting kind of uh, bristly about paying some of the bills because they said, well, you're just doing clinical diagnoses. You don't have um, actual uh, test, uh, PCR tests or whatever for this stuff to, to back this up. And we're not sure that we're going to take your clinical diagnoses and reimburse you for this stuff because they were getting big bonuses for making the diagnoses. And, uh, mm. you know, $13,000 and then you get bonuses of 20% on everything that you did for the people and all that kind of stuff. And so they said, but the AHA, the American Hospital Association said, but you told us when this all began that the test didn't work and you didn't have enough of them. <laughs> Oh, I know. I mean, they just blew the whole thing up. It's like, see, this is all financial. It's all about the money, and the, none of this is based on science or medicine. It is simply they got a lot of other agendas that are around p uh, political power, money, and that that really was a tell. And of course, agendas, political agendas, whatever the agendas are, they don't mix with science. You cannot mix politics and science. You cannot mix those agendas. I mean, obviously, that's going to harm the patient. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. You wind up when I've said many times, whenever you mix politics with fill in the blank, you wind up with politics. It poisons yeah. everything. Just a little bit of it <laughs> just poisons exactly. everything. It truly is amazing. And that's what we have to focus on is the science that is real and, and true and unadulterated. I mean, when you <clears throat> read the real Anthony Fauci book, you can see that it's been completely corrupted. Um, but you have to get back to fundamental science, biochemistry, you have to get back to, you know, the basics of what medications, you know, certain medications or nutraceuticals do for patients. And also you have to get back to the basics of the physician patient relationship. You cannot have other entities involved with the care of the patient that should be between the two of them. Um, and they should not have to be focusing on following certain guidelines or evidence-based medicine all of that hinders good care, effective right. care. That's right. Yeah, and we have to, more than anything, to get the politics out of this, we have to completely reject the idea that there are experts who are going to dictate one single way to us. That is not science. Science is always about debate. Science is always about show me the numbers. And if we're going to hide the numbers, if we're going to shut down debate, we're not talking about science anymore. We're talking about right. a dictatorship. And we've got a medical yes. dictatorship that has been put in place. And that's why this has all become politicized. So tell us a little bit about uh, what you've been doing now that you've gotten out of that system. Because um, I've, I've been doing a lot of interviews, with a lot of people who, uh, are, you know, have, have come out of the system and they want to practice real medicine. And we've got a lot of us out here who don't want to be yeah. caught up in this system that only cares about dollars and cents and they will do whatever they can make the most money to. So you've got a lot of patients who are looking for doctors who, and nurses who want to practice real medicine. What are you doing now? So I am one of the founding members of the wellness company, uh, chief operating officer for the chief medical board for the wellness company, which is a company that was um, started out of necessity, basically because of the corruption and, and really the, the lack of good healthcare available in this country. And we need 
um, to have healthcare that is provided by physicians that aren't, um, you know, uh, corrupted or brainwashed and really just want to take care of the patient. And so we started this company. It's, it's got a national telehealth um, platform where we can see any patient in the country, any, in any state in the country. And it's care that's given by physicians that have really stood the test of COVID and treated patients the way they needed to be treated and weren't afraid of their reputations being harmed or licenses or, you know, board certifications. Speaking of, you know, one of our um, board members, Dr. Peter McCullough, um, the American Board of Internal Medicine is stripping him of his internal medicine cardiology board certifications, which is egregious. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so our our company is working on addressing that um, that terrible act by the American Board of Internal Medicine. I'm also um, joined on the board by Dr. Richard Amerling, Dr. Harvey Risch, and we also have on our medical team, Dr. Jen Vandewater and Dr. Janice Schmidt. And what we have done is um, worked really hard to um, provide a basis of medical care that uh, gives the patient what they need um, and they can trust the the medical um, decision making and um, our CEO and founder Foster Colson recognized the need for this type of system. Um, he was really amazing, good friends with uh, Dr. Zelenko and um, realized through him and interactions with him what was happening in the healthcare industry. And so he started this company. Well, that's great. And, and so how, how does this work? Uh, do people uh, do this on a monthly basis? Uh, yeah, so it is a it is a monthly membership um, that is only nine ninety nine, and that gets you access to several things: reduced prices for the physician visits, reduced prices for the nutraceuticals, the vitamins, the supplements that we have a line of um, that have been many of them have been specifically formulated by our chief medical team, um, and also gets you access to um, monthly calls, Zoom calls with our chief medical board and exclusive content. And then also we have, in addition to the memberships, and you can find this at twc.health. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to the memberships, we have some premium packages that we have um, uh, done a lot of work developing. They have, um, we have packages for long haul COVID and vaccine injury that are you know so prevalent right now. And patients are having a hard time getting that kind of care from their regular uh, provider because the the providers just don't really know how to treat those. But we have and they don't even them. want to acknowledge it. You know, that's, that's even want I've had uh, physicians on uh, who have been injured. Uh, one guy in particular I'm thinking of who is an orthopedic oh. surgeon, and he can't practice medicine Actually, anymore because he's acknowledge it. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, he couldn't get yeah. physicians. He said, you know, they, as soon as he would say, I think it's from the vaccine or whatever, you know, they would, and, and finally he got a guy to help him. He said, we're not going to talk about what caused this, but let's talk about what we can do to help you. And that's one of the biggest uh, things, you know, people, I even know. after they've been injured, they can't get any medical help. They can't get anybody to even acknowledge it. So, so tell us a bit more about that for the, the people who um, are injured or who have uh, loved ones who are injured. Tell us a little bit about that, uh, yeah. that aspect of it. So what we what we have done is develop protocols for treatment using um, some off-label medications and also nutraceuticals, um, and we've also developed panels that we feel like are 
um, really good at providing good a good comprehensive look at what's going on with the patient, seeing if there's any other secondary conditions that are contributing to how the patient feels. Um, and the, the pricing on the package is incredible. Just the labs themselves um, typically would run about $2,500. But what we have been able to do is really negotiate that pricing down and make it very affordable. And the, the package itself is about three times less than what the labs would typically run. Cool. Um, and, that includes, and that includes multiple physician visits. Um, and then we also have a, a new program that we have rolled out over the last few weeks called Freedom from Pharma. One of the main missions of our company is to, is to de-prescribe, to get patients off pharmaceuticals. Our country is, is, is so over-medicated with medications that just cause even more problems and contribute to even more chronic disease. Oh, I agree. Um, uh, that's amazing. Uh, people my age, I mean, they've got like a, you know, a, a massive number of pills that they take every day. Um, they do seven, eight, you know, commonly yeah. everybody's sort of on the same medications, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody's on, you know, the same classes of medications, statins and, and proton pump inhibitors for acid, acid reflux and antidepressants and, or anti-anxiety and hypertensive meds and, you know, all that can typically be reversed quite easily over the course of several months with really good um, habit changes, dietary changes, what you eat and what time you eat, utilizing intermittent fasting, getting good nutraceutical support and making sure your vitamin D level is good. All of those things um, that can be done by a patient on their own to just get off those medications and reverse yes. their disease. Reversing the disease and restoring health is our goal. That's right. Yeah, because you start taking uh, some of these medications and then you wind up with secondary and tertiary effects. And so then they start medicating you for the secondary and tertiary effects, which yeah. then again, you know, the whole thing just kind of snowballs. But it's amazing yeah. how much money they make. And, and, you know, this whole thing that you've probably seen this uh, evolving over the last year or so, uh, this... Um, uh, kind of a preventative is, is how it's being sold for Alzheimer's and how they put this thing out about a year ago and they were going to price it so expensively that it was going to bankrupt Medicare. And so Medicare said, well, we're not going to cover that type of drug. So they came up, they, they changed the testing and reformulation and introduced it again at nearly the same expense level. I mean, they're going to wind up bankrupting the entire country for something which had 25% efficacy, according to them, in terms of um, delaying Alzheimer's. That's all you're getting for this thing that is so expensive that you it's going to bankrupt Medicaid. It's, I mean, it's tragic that um, pharmaceuticals, pharmaceutical companies have pretty much controlled yes. our country. I mean, what we have seen, if you, if you, you know, dig into the relationship between the the pharmaceutical companies and the FDA and um, that they um, they're in this um, unhealthy relationship with each other. And I can understand what you're saying about, you know, the pharmaceutical being expensive, but I mean, that's the name of the game, right? Yeah, they have to right. have these expensive medications. But speaking of like with Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and, you know, all of that, uh, I know that there are multiple off-label medications that have now been found to probably be very, very helpful. Um, and the, the disease process itself is what we have to focus on and reverse the disease process 
and prevent that um, inflammation and prevent that um, uh, the the thing that is contributing to it, which commonly can be some of these medications like statins mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and nutrient depleting medications, any of the medications that we list out, all of them are associated with depletion of nutrients, which in turn just makes our body run less efficiently and creates disease. That's right. So yeah, they don't, they don't, uh, they don't look at prevention. They don't look at nutrition. Instead, most of the stuff is simply to cover up symptoms and then it winds up creating all these other adverse effects, uh, which kind of brings us to what's going on with RSV. Uh, and you mentioned this uh, when when you contacted me, and and um, I just uh, last week or so, I'm hearing whenever I turn on uh, Pandora to listen to some music when I'm in the car or something, I'm hearing commercial after commercial after commercial for RSV. They're telling everybody this is what it is. This is why you're going to be suffering from it this year. Never heard that before. And so I listened carefully to see who was paying for this commercial. And it's yeah. put out by GlaxoSmithKline. So what are they up to? Is, is this this year's flu shot, this year's COVID shot? What What is going on with the RSV fear that they're pumping up well, everywhere? Well, fear is the right word, right? They yeah. need a new fear. Yeah. Um, and interestingly enough, I'm on an email chain with several awake physicians and other um, professionals. And they pointed out that this whole RSV virus actually um, was introduced in the population in the 50s from a contaminated polio vaccine. Mm-hmm. And this is not the first time that that type of thing has happened um, where viruses are introduced into the population from contaminated vaccines of any kind. Um, but RSV, um, it's a virus. And one of the main um, ways to fight that virus is through the cell-mediated immune um, system which is T cells, natural killer cells. It's the cells that are floating around in your body, ready and waiting to fight. Um, But the thing with um, RSV is that we've seen it completely sort of change. It was a very predictable um, timeframe. Whenever we would see it, it would, it would be, um, you know, the, the numbers would be predicted. We would, we would kind of have a handle on it. And now it's exploded. And now it's not really in the normal time frame. And last year we were seeing it in the summer instead of in the winter. And everybody's like, what's happening? Well, it's easy to figure out what's happening. It's because everybody's immune systems are so altered by that stinking shot Mm -hmm. that it affects their T cell function, affects their innate immune system, their cell mediated immunity, and they're not able to fight it off. And the, the adults, whenever they had gotten the vaccine, the, the RSV virus is just like a cold it's just like a cold in adults and, and they would get it, you know, and, and have symptoms and they would, you know, could pass it to children or um, teenagers um, that hadn't had the vaccine, but the, because they, the adults had had the vaccine last year, their immune systems were all messed up. And so they were spreading it at a much higher rate. And then the children and the teenagers got it. But now on top of that, we have the children and the teenagers have now been vaccinated. So their immune systems are also messed up and altered. Um, and so it, it's an explosion. And what is really sad is that whenever um, kids get these vaccines and their immune systems are all messed up from it, the kids historically have sort of been our buffer system for viruses. You know, they would get the virus, 
their immune systems would be so robust and strong, they would sort of mitigate it quickly and, um, and prevent it from really getting passed on at a high level. But now that they've taken, so many have taken the vaccine, everything is all abnormal. It's, it's a completely different picture now. Mm. Yeah, I know the, um, talking about the killer T cells and things like that. I remember, uh, Dr. Ryan Cole back in the spring of 2021, a mm-hmm. uh, pathologist who said, I am looking at these uh, people and the blood samples. And he said, their killer T cells are just, uh, you know, wiped out. He said, we're going to see out. a, a tremendous uptick in very rapidly advancing cancers and things like that. Yes. And so, you know, this RSV thing is yet another indication of, you know, the, the effects of, of the vaccine and what it's done to immune systems, especially the killer T cells, isn't it? Yes, exactly. Spot on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so what is the best thing? I mean, I've had Dr. Joel Hirschhorn, he's MD, uh, retired and, um, he's, uh, another one of these people who's, uh, you know, since he's retired, he is speaking out a, a lot about all this stuff. And he's harped on for the longest time. You've mentioned it a couple of times tonight, vitamin D. Uh, he talks about vitamin D um, and uh, and the, the, the necessity of uh, getting some tests so that you can monitor uh, what the level is in, in your body. Is that what you suggest as well? Because some people metabolize mm-hmm. it differently than other people do. And, and so it, yeah. it's kind of necessary to close that loop. What do you think about that? It is. Everybody's going to need a different dose to maintain their levels. Um, and even between the different races, um, you know, everybody has different um, uh, mechanisms in their skin in order to convert that um, as sunlight. And so you you really have to have a blood test to know where you're sitting at. And it's recommended to be over the level of 55. Um, up to, you know, up to 100. I, mean, I have a few patients that are sitting just a smidge above 100, and I'm not worried about that. Um, patients need different doses to get to different levels. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what has happened is this whole thing about Medicare or insurance companies aren't going to pay for those levels. Um, but the majority of patients in this country, majority of citizens are vitamin D deficient. If they are not taking vitamin D, the majority are, even if they're out in the sun a lot. And so it's, it's a true diagnosis of vitamin D deficiency. And we heard this from the very beginning. I mean, there was, because um, uh, uh, where I was working, we sold vitamin D supplements. And, and so I was looking at uh, statements from uh, current and former CDC and uh, NIH people talking yeah. about the fact that uh, vitamin D is essential for your body's immune system, that it's not going to cure anything, but it's going to uh, build your immune system so that you can uh, interact with these things. Uh, the, the difference is, is that, as you point out, you know, you get out in the sunlight and uh, based on uh, the color of your skin, you're going to absorb the sunlight and metabolize uh, that into vitamin D differently. Uh, mm-hmm. you're, but you're also, your body is going to metabolize uh, supplements differently as well. It's one of the reasons why I think uh, Dr. Hirschhorn was saying, you know, make sure you get some kind of a test to see, you know, really what your levels are. Even if you're supplementing with it, uh, you may be not getting enough, you know? And, and so, uh, that's, that's what he did. And he said, he found out that he was very, very low on, on vitamin D. And so that's been one of the main things he's been focused on for his own personal health. And you have to take it with K2. It's essential, mm-hmm. um, because of the fact that once you take that D3 and you increase those calcium levels in your blood, you want that calcium to not land in your arteries or plaque, you want it to go into your bone, which is the magical thing that vitamin K2 does. Mm-hmm. Um, we do, we actually have a combo of vitamin D and K, uh, K, D3, K2, um, as one of our nutraceuticals. And 
uh, it's at, you know, formulated to be um, at a good dose. And then also um, something to think of that a lot of patients don't know is when they're on statins, it inhibits the conversion of K2. And so you could be taking K2 and if you're on a statin, you're not really getting the full effect of that. And in fact, many studies and research studies are showing that the longer you're on a statin, the higher your um, coronary calcium or cardio, cardiovascular calcium score gets, mm. you actually have increased um, calcification of your arteries from statins because of that effect on K2. Wow. Wow. That is interesting. Yeah. You definitely got to get something that's got a combination of those two or, you know, supplement both of them together. But yeah, I didn't know that about statins. Uh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, I had, um, I'd heard so many things about statins that were bad. I always stayed away from them, even though I had doctors try to push them on me as like, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not going to take that. I got enough problems as it is at my age, but I, I don't need to <laughs> compound it with some well, pharmaceutical smart. stuff. So. Yeah. Very smart. Yeah. <laughs> and it also increases your risk of diabetes, which is crazy. I mean, wow. we're trying to cure people or, you know, um, uh, the, the physicians state that they're helping people and focusing so much on reducing LDL. And then it has all of these bad effects. I mean, we need steroids for, excuse me, we need cholesterol to make steroids and hormones. We need it for our brain health. So mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's very important. And so that, that's great. So it is, uh, tell us again, the website, um, where, uh, the wellness company can be found in the different um, programs. Oh, we got, uh, I think we have yeah. our video is frozen. Uh, uh, the video is frozen, but I think we still hear you from audio. Tell us again uh, where people can go to find out about it. TWC.health. Um, and then also you can go to the nextwave.com and you can find our book that we're super um, excited about. It's so, Say that again because it, it, it uh, froze up there just as you were giving the uh, where the book is located. Give that uh, that side yeah. again. Am I good? Can you hear me? I don't yes. know what's going on with my signal. So the next the next wave is... Oh, we're starting to lose uh, connection. But um, I'm sorry that we... <laughs> sorry, I don't know what happened, but uh, we lost connection. But um, the wellness company, and uh, it sounds like they've got a great program. We're going to have a lot of physicians who are looking to, and this is a good thing, you know, where they were talking about teachers who are kicked out of the system. They need, they still want to teach. Uh, they don't have to teach in that institution. They don't have to teach in that system. And doctors and nurses don't have to be limited to that uh, corrupt institutional system that's now been uh, taken over by the pharmaceutical companies. And we're seeing this over and over again. So check out the wellness uh, company. And uh, I don't know if you can hear me, Dr. Gessling, but uh, thank you so much for your integrity, uh, for what you have done and for walking the walk. That is a very difficult decision to make when you've invested all that time in careers. And so many people have had to do that. Uh, I don't think uh, anybody, oh, we got her back now? Uh, we don't? Okay. Okay. So uh, we've lost her. But um, so many people have had to make that decision, whether they're in the military or they're in the um, medical field. And uh, we're going to find that in the long term, if we can come up with these new companies like the wellness company, I think we're all going to be much, much better off in the long term, it's a difficult transition, but uh, as they're trying to transition us into this total control situation, uh, they are also transitioning us into a situation where we have an opportunity to build a parallel society. The Common Man. They created Common Core to dumb down our children. They created Common Past to track and control us. 
their commons project to make sure the commoners own nothing and the communist future. They see the common man as simple, unsophisticated, ordinary. But each of us has worth and dignity created in the image of God. That is what we have in common. That is what they want to take away. Their most powerful weapons are isolation, deception, intimidation. They desire to know everything about us while they hide everything from us. It's time to turn that around and expose what they want to hide. Please share the information and links you'll find at thedavidnightshow.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. If you can't support us financially, please keep us in your prayers. TheDavidKnightShow.com Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.